Welcome to Perspectives on Youth Sports. I'm Tony Segreto. Today's guest is Mike Shula, the offensive coordinator of the Carolina Panthers. Um, Mike Shula, I'm sure you recognize the name, is the son of legendary NFL coach, Hall of Famer, winning his coach in NFL history, Don Shula. Mike had quite a career as an athlete, uh, all-state quarterback at Christopher Columbus High School in Miami, Florida. In fact, he took his team to the state championship game, and from there he went on to become the starting quarterback of the University of Alabama from 1984 through 86 with engineering big wins over Southern Cal, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. He was a 12th round pick of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where he played for a year. But then he went on to become a coach where um, he has really served so many different masters. He was the offensive assistant with the Buccaneers in Tampa. He was an assistant with the Miami Dolphins, tight ends coach with the Bears. He was the offensive coordinator. He went back to Tampa Bay. And he also went back to the Dolphins as a quarterback's coach. and. Jacksonville, and now he finds himself as the offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton. And just when you speak to Cam Newton and you speak to the offensive players um, for the Carolina Panthers, they just have nothing but incredible things to say about Mike Shula. Needless to say, Mike has had quite a career in athletics, but what was it like for Mike growing up and playing youth athletics, having a father like Don Shula. Well, Mike sat down with us to talk about that and give us his perspective on youth athletics, especially now that he is a father. Now, first of all, it's, it's always great to see you, and, and your, your life in football has, has taken, it's sort of like a sailor. You've sort of tacked around from, from place to place, and you've really established a wonderful home in Carolina. Yeah, I've had a few turns along the way. We've set a record last year, uh, Sherry, my wife, and, and the girls. We've stayed, uh, this has been the longest we've ever been at one spot. So five years last year, going on six this year. We're pretty happy about that, especially as the girls are getting older. But a lot of good memories along the way, and I learned a lot of things along the way. Um, Thank you for joining us on Tony Segura Sports. You, you, we, we've talked about our, our mission, and, and your brother Dave and I are doing this together with some other friends, and, and we really believe that it's important that we, we, we bring the feels back. Um, you were a college coach for a while, and, and you were a young athlete yourself. And, and you were an athlete, which we'll ask you as we get into this interview, with a unique perspective, having your uh, father being Don Shula. Um, what do you see... In, in the youth today, and when, what, what, what can you offer in terms of what you've been able to witness from your silo? Well, I think that uh, it's important for these young men and women as they're growing up and participating in sports to realize that what they're doing is not the only thing. Uh, and I think at times kids as well as their parents get caught up in the end game of being a professional athlete or getting a scholarship as opposed to just staying in the moment and having fun at what you're doing and being a kid. Enjoy being a kid. Enjoy what you're doing. Enjoy the relationships that you're going to have with your friends on the, in the uh, learning about teamwork, which there's lessons after lessons after lessons with every game in regard to teamwork. Um, and, because, and those are going to be lessons that you're going to use later on in life. When you were growing up, 
Um, I mean, you obviously wound up in football, and I'm sure no one's surprised with with, with the, your dad and how you were brought up. But when when you were, were brought up, you played all sports. Tell us about you know what it was like for you, because now and the reason I'm saying this is you know, we're hearing more and more coaches and parents saying, no, we're just gonna my son or my daughter is just gonna do one sport. We're just gonna concentrate on that. Well, actually, my dad at one point he he thought I was gonna be a baseball player. He thought I was a better baseball player than a football player, and. Um, I too, whatever the season was, I was playing that sport. And I didn't, I didn't do anything with track, but it was football, basketball, baseball. You know, he and he never pushed football on me. Um, but the one thing he always said is, whatever you're doing, whatever sport you're in, whatever you're doing, do it the best way you know how, and work to be the best you can in that sport. And then don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about the wins and the losses. We all, of course, love to compete. We all love to win. That's just our human nature. As long as you're doing your best and working and not accepting anything less than the best. Now, as a young kid, you don't quite understand that as much as you do as you get older. And, um, and if you're lucky enough to play in sports, to, to understand that point. But working hard and, and working and being with your friends and doing your best was the most important thing that he had taught us. How much did it help you as, a, as, a, as, a, as just a, as a young man? to participate in all the different sports and not just one. Yeah, well, I I think that uh, it helps you understand that it's not just all about winning the championship and focusing on on one thing. It just, it, it made your life more well-rounded. You met more friends when you're, when you, when you were playing other sports, you know, your, your friends in football might not be, or your, uh, they might not be playing basketball. So you met a new set of friends in basketball and you had a whole new set of relationships. Um, Same thing in baseball. Um, And you understood the important competition was still competition. Winning was still winning. It's important again. But playing by the rules within doing that, but it just kind of opened your mind up to other things other than just maybe one sport and locking in, and where you felt like, it, you know, if you were locked in on one sport, it's, uh, you know, it's that sport and school and then nothing else, and your priorities maybe get a little bit distorted because of uh, you don't, you, you, there's other things out there to enjoy as a kid. What coach, well, you don't have to mention it, but I'm sure there were coaches that meant so much to you, that kind of led you, that really, uh, even to this day, you sort of think about. Because, you know, coaches make an impact on, on young people, probably more so in many ways than teachers, because, you know, you're, you're in an intense situation. Uh, you're all together doing the same thing that you love, regardless of what sport it is, regardless of whether it's, you know, a boy playing it or a girl playing it. It doesn't matter. So what coaches, I mean, that stand out? And again, I'm not talking name i'm talking about style in terms of how they coached you well i was i can really think of one in each sport um as as i was growing up you know just where the guys that uh my my coach at the time would would just talk about uh teamwork and your teammates and for example in baseball you know if i had a bad day just the importance of hey it's not the end of the world you know there's always tomorrow so learn from it and move on and be better because of it. Um, in basketball, as I got a little bit older, in, in high school, just the whole uh, 
the importance of how all five players have to fit together. Uh, and each guy's got his own role and to understand that role and to be uh, the best you can in that role. And uh, and in football in high school, uh, uh, Coach Dennis Lavelle, who's um, just retired, by the way, is uh, coaching high school up in, in, in uh, Central Florida, um, just the the importance of whatever you do, you and your teammates, the hard work is going to pay off and believe in what you're doing. And there's a lot of people that, that care about you. Your parents care about you. They're putting, they're allowing you to go to play sports. And, but again, it's, um, they want what's best for you and understand that. And, and, know that the guy next to you is thinking the same way you are. When you played football and then you wound up playing at Alabama, you've got Don Shula as your dad. How did you, were you able to separate and, and cause I'm, I'm sure you came home and if, if you didn't ask for advice, he was there to give it to you. Right. <clears throat> what was that like for you and how, how did you separate the two and, and what was he like as a dad being, a dad and not being your coach. Mm-hmm. Well, just number one, he was always very supportive, um, and for obvious reasons, was a great sounding board. Uh, I always said that, you know, after games, especially after losses, you know, my mom was there to tell me what I wanted to hear, and my dad was there to tell me what I needed to hear, <laughs> uh, and that was important. And I say that, but in a very, in a right. very supportive way, and. Um, you know the biggest thing is is and I still use this today is just you know don't don't get too high after a win and don't get too low after a loss it's um there's always tomorrow you're going to learn and learn and be better because of the experience and um under, work hard to understand why um if you had a loss why you lost it how you could do better um and then understand that there's um you know there's other guys your teammates are, are uh feeling the same way that you are and now as a coach uh it's the same thing you know you have to uh you know you've got now you that you're in charge you have to understand that there's players that are going to be looking to you for leadership um a week in and week out and work hard to be the same guy because in in sports and really and in life it, it there's so many ups and downs and if you can maintain that steadiness throughout the course of the season um and be an example in that regard. It's gonna, it's gonna be contagious, and uh, the guys around you are gonna be that way, and that's gonna help you in the long run. You related a story to me before we we started this interview about uh, a baseball game in high school, and, uh, and and something happened. Maybe you could relate that to our audience. Well, actually, it was uh, well, it was a little. I was a little bit younger. <laughs> it was in in grade school, but you know, just the uh, my dad would. I always played better. It seemed like when my dad was at the games, but. <laughs> Especially in football, but was in, it the pressure or was it the was it the focus? Well, people would always ask you, "Hey, are you nervous with your dad?" Or no, it's my dad. He's you know, I'd be in the backyard every day with him, you know, working on my game. And but which, by the way, is another story. I used to get the only time I really got nervous was when I was in the backyard and pitching to him, and he'd be on one knee catching, and if I threw one in the dirt, it bounced up at him. <laughs> he didn't like that too much, so I wanted to make sure I didn't throw any dirt balls to him. But uh, after games, it, it, I. I can remember actually during the game I was pitching and uh, the older I got probably the worse I got everyone started catching up to me but you know you'd give up a home run and you'd be in the dugout and this is again when I was in 
in uh, Optimus League, and he would. Uh, I'd, I'd have my face in my glove, trying to hold back the tears, and he knew it right away. And and uh, he'd come over there, and I'd feel this poke in my ribs through the uh, wired fence from my dad, saying, "Hey, keep your head up. You're going to be all right. It's it's going to go out there and pitch, and forget about it, and move on. And and uh, you know, we're we're here for you, and we're rooting for you." What was it like having him as your dad at home? Before or after games, going in the backyard, disciplinarian, um, good sounding board, um, forgiving, all the above. I think all of the above, and and the the disciplinarian part was mainly the part that again he didn't really care what what we did, but just if you're going to do it, do it the best way you know how, mm-hmm. and uh, that was that for sure probably has been instilled more so than anything else. What advice would you give? You know, you, you've been around uh, so many young people, whether it was Alabama, and, 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 now you, and now you're coaching probably, you know, arguably one of the most talented, if not the most talented player in the entire league in Cam Newton. Um, you, you've seen it all. You've seen the greatness, and then you've seen those who are struggling. Um, you have daughters now all competing at different levels and different, and different things. What advice, A, do you give the athlete? It, let, let's do it in three tiers. The, the young coach coaching all these young people and and the parents well i think um as the coach first is to understand um that each uh, person that you coach is different uh and I, i think my dad had alluded to this earlier and to figure out what's the best way that uh you can help that individual uh by knowing his getting to know his personality because it's the the best way to get uh, so-and-so to become a better player might be different than another and you have to figure that out that's a great challenge as a coach and yet uh, treating them all in, uh, in the same way as a team um, and then as the athlete uh, I think it's uh, to understand that it's not it's not all just about um, winning and and uh, selling your soul out so to speak just for uh, one you know one championship in one sport it's to understand that um even though at the at your age if you're younger you might not understand um but these lessons that you're going to learn in in sports i mean they're going to tie in with life the ups and the downs to be able to handle those things um and know that you've got your teammates to handle them with and figure out how you can be a better person because of the experience and yeah you want to compete to be the best um and but you have to keep that in mind day in and day out, um, not just on 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 game day. Uh, and then as the parent, I would say uh, number one is just um, you know loving your child for what, what he or she is. Number one, and um, encouraging her to to do their encouraging them to do their best in whatever they're doing, um, and then be in their form and, and however they can, however you can help and be supportive as a parent and, um, know that, uh, number one thing, if they do want help to, you know, uh, understand that you can, you know, what help them understand what they need to know, but know that you're always in their, in their corner. And understand that they're not always there's there's not always a scholarship at the end, and understand that, that there is life and that education is is vital. Extreme, yeah. There's only a few of those, but and, and life is not necessarily about scholarships and and things like that. It's it's more it's more about doing your best and 
because that's going to help you down the road, whatever it is, and to be successful in life. Not necessarily, you might not be the best quarterback in the NFL, but you're going to be su- successful because of what you've learned as a young kid from your coach and your parents and doing your best and understanding how teamwork works. Did you ever worry that your dad was going to run on the field and yell at the coach for doing something wrong? Or <laughs> was that ever a concern of yours? Uh, not really. He was uh, again. He was usually up there at the uh, at the top the the top of the stands, the top of the bleachers, yeah. and uh, and rooting. And but uh, yeah, he was. Uh, you knew he was always there for you. My last question is: you you, you you've been around, and <clears throat> what do you what do you see now in youth athletics from <clears throat> what you've heard from your days at Alabama? To not watching your girls grow up and watching your nephews uh, and get involved as well. Well, I, I think unfortunately there's a little bit of overkill just in regard to the importance of of winning. Um, you know, I have uh, we have one daughter that's in uh, the team cheer competition, which involves you know a lot of 20, 25 girls that yeah. um, working together. And Highly t- competitive, competitive and tumbling, and um, that's a lot of personalities right there that a coach has to uh, has to work with and. Uh, again, it's it's the importance of uh, doing your best, of not worrying about anything else, what other teams are doing, or what um, you know how so and so and so else, uh, one of your friends might be coached differently than you. Just understand how you can become better, and that you know have fun, have fun, and um, if you do your best, don't worry about anything else. Yeah. We're losing we're losing sight of having the fun part. Definitely, um, you know, having fun is is sharing experiences with your teammates with your coaches um, knowing that you have a common goal and that you're going to work towards it and again yeah it's great to win especially um, as you get older but it's more about understanding that experience is first of all having fun understanding and understanding what that experience is going to mean to you now and later on in life Mike Shula thanks a lot it's always great to be with you thanks Tony a very special thank you to Mike Shula To learn more about the impact of youth sports in your community and our future, visit TonySegretoSports.com. You can also like us on Facebook and subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube to keep up with the show. I'm Tony Segretto with Perspectives on Youth Sports. We thank you so much for listening.